friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren Keplinger, and if you are new around here, I teach Etsy sellers to build, grow, optimize, and scale their Etsy shops. So that's kind of my little corner of the internet and where I really shine in my teaching, I think. Thanks for joining me for this episode, and as always, I would love to connect with you in a more personal way than just this kind of one-sided conversation. Um, I know that everybody loves podcasts. I love podcasts too, but it does feel sometimes like I'm just talking to myself um, because I am while I'm recording these. So the best way to have more than just a one-sided conversation is to join my email list where you'll get emails from me Um usually on a weekly basis, sometimes a little bit more often than that, but I love to get feedback from those emails. Um, I ask for your opinions. I ask for votes on upcoming podcast episodes or promotions or um, just all kinds of things. So that's really the best way to connect with me these days. I have not really been super active on social media lately. So if you go to my website, laurenkeplinger.com, there will be a variety of ways to get on my email list on that website. Today on this podcast episode, we are gonna talk about money in your business and reinvesting your profits from your shop back into your business. Before we dig into that, I wanna talk about why this topic came about or came across my um, desk as a possible topic for a podcast episode. I work with a lot of Etsy sellers, as most of you know, throughout my coaching programs, my one-on-one coaching, um, Instagram, my email list, all of that. So I get a good sampling of what people are saying and what people are talking about in regards to their online business and also how they're running their online business and how they're struggling with what they're doing with it. Or a lot of times they don't really recognize where they're struggling in it. They only see the outcome of sort of the mismanagement, but they don't really realize that it's because of the mismanagement. So for instance, as it relates to this topic, what people will say is that they don't have any money to make inventory purchases or they're not able to pay themselves because they're reinvesting their profits. So they don't really recognize where they're going wrong there, but they recognize the outcome of it, which is a lack of money, a lack of paying themselves. So one thing that I hear a lot from people that usually are newer in business, although it takes some people longer than others, um, and usually these people don't have super consistent sales or don't have super consistent sales at a very high level, is that they're struggling a lot with the financial part of running a business. 
This is pretty normal when you're new to business, and especially if you don't have a business background, which most of us don't. You've never run a business before. You don't really know what you're doing, frankly. And that's kind of how we all come into it, or the vast majority of us come into it. So we're learning as we're going, and that is tough. It sounds great in theory, like, oh, you just learn as you go, but it's stressful to do it and to be learning as as you're going along. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes in doing it that way, which again is normal. It kind of is just the process of learning what you're doing. But I hear from a lot of people that they feel like they need to reinvest their profits or reinvest all the money that they're making from their business back into their business to continue to grow it. Or alternatively, they can't pay themselves in their business because they're reinvesting all of their profits. So they kind of come at it from both perspectives or both um, ways of verbalizing it, but it's basically the same thing. And that's really what I want to talk about today and to dive into what that looks like commonly with people, but also how to work within your business to be able to pull some of the money out of the business without stalling your growth or without feeling like you're always playing catch up and you're stuck in this cycle of never being able to pay yourself. So I want to go back in time for a bit. I actually had kind of the opposite problem when I was starting my shop. Um, If you are new here, my Etsy shop is Funky Monkey Children. I have absolutely no background in business. I never run a business before. I also started my Etsy shop when I was in my mid-20s. So I really didn't have a lot of work experience um, in general or any real practical knowledge of how to, any real practical knowledge in general, but of how to manage anything related to the financials of running a business. And so for a while, a long while, I kind of just ignored it because it overwhelmed me and I didn't really want to deal with it. I had all of my deposits from my Etsy shop deposited into my personal bank account, and then I made purchases for inventory and whatever else I needed to buy with my personal debit card. So I had all of my deposits come into my Etsy shop and I considered that to be my paycheck, but then I had to make purchases with my personal debit card. And my poor accountant probably hated me. Um, And it was just very frustrating. There are a lot of issues with running your business this way, um, including like major stresses at tax season of trying to disentangle your personal and business finances. But one of the main reasons that I really struggled with this was that everything was so intermingled with my personal finances that there was never any money to do any kind of growth or forward thinking or improvements of inventory or machinery or whatever. So it was always reactionary of having to spend as little money as possible to run the business because that money was coming out of my personal finances. And I didn't have the ability to be forward planning for larger purchases. So all of my deposits were going into my bank account and I was considering that all to be profit. But then when I had to make inventory purchases or when I wanted to upgrade my embroidery machine, which happened about eight months after I started my shop, I was majorly in the hole because I didn't have any money set aside for anything. I basically just drained all of the profit off the business and considered that to be my take-home pay without accounting for any expenses. 
Now, if you have a business that has very low overhead or very low inventory costs or software costs, like a digital business, it's not going to be as much of an issue. You can probably cover the $20 a month for Adobe Suite or whatever with your deposits and it's not that big of a deal. However, I will tell you that even running the digital side of my business, it is still important to have a grasp of your finances because there's not zero expenses. Even if the expenses on a digital business are lower, they're not zero. But when you have a physical product business, there is a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of management of expenses. And if you don't have a good grasp on it, those expenses can get a lot higher than you realize before you kind of get a grasp on what you're spending. And what happened with the way that I was managing my money was that I feel like I never had anything to do, I never had any money to do anything with the business. So I never had the ability to be planning for the future or planning for a large purchase because I was taking all of the money out of the business with ever with every deposit that Etsy was making. There was never any money set aside to upgrade things, but there also wasn't any money set aside to do things like buying the actual inventory that I was selling, the burp claws and bibs and all of that, or to service my machines when they would break or whatever. So I was just in the, I was stuck in this cycle of never having any money because I was draining anything. And then I would charge things on a credit card when I had expenses because there was no money to pay for it because I drained all the money off of it. And then I had to pay off this credit card. So then I wouldn't pay myself anything um, while I was trying to pay off this credit card. With any business, the money that you're making in your business is definitely not all profit. And I know that sounds super simple and super like, duh, but it's not necessarily something that you think through when you're first getting started or when you're new to the world of running your own business and what that actually looks like in a tangible way. It was a lot of years <laughs> into my business when I went out to lunch one day with my dad, who has a master's in entrepreneurship, and he asked me what my profits were in my business after I paid myself and accounted for all of my expenses in the business. And I stared at him like he was speaking a completely different language. But this one conversation totally transformed the way that I ran my finances and also the way that I approached the financial part of my business. We started talking through revenue versus profit, getting organized with my finances in a way that would allow me to make upgrades to the business or actually pay an employee to do some work for me, which I later did, or do something like rent the office space in town, which I also did at a later date. And all of those things were things that I previously couldn't do and couldn't even really wrap my head around how that could ever be possible because I, quote, didn't have any money to pay anyone else since I was draining all of the money off of it for my own pay. Now, I want to be clear here. When I finally did make some of these changes to the way that I was doing this, my pay did go down for a bit. The money that I was putting into, once I finally got them separated out from each other, the money that I was then paying myself into my personal account did go down for a bit. 
that wasn't really actually because my pay was declining or my revenue was declining or anything. It was because I had a better grasp on what I was actually making and the, the numbers that I was thinking I was making beforehand or the amount that I was paying myself beforehand was artificially inflated by not doing a good job of tracking things or understanding what my expenses were. So that's my backstory with with how this all happened for me. But then I also see people who are doing the complete polar opposite of what I was doing. So I was taking all of the money out of the business and paying myself this inflated salary, not accounting for the fact that I had all of these expenses. But then I see people approaching it from the opposite perspective. Rather than draining all of this money off of their accounts, instead they are keeping all of the money in the business to reinvest and they're never taking any money out of it. So they're not paying themselves at all. I wanna be really clear and frank here. I do not believe in doing anything related to my business if I'm not making money from it. And I don't think that you should either. Every chunk of time that I spend monogramming things in my Etsy shop or teaching or coaching or podcasting or anything is time that is taken away from other things that I could do in my life and time that I could be spending with my family. So if I'm not making money from that, I'm not going to do it. This is a business, it's not a hobby. And it might be offensive to some people to talk about it that frankly. Some people don't like to talk about money that frankly, or I don't know, they think that you should be doing things for free or something. But if you are selling things online and you are not making a profit from them, then you're working for free. Or sometimes you're even paying to work. And that doesn't make any sense to me as someone who is doing this as a job, not for funsies. It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. It doesn't mean that by the very nature of making money, you're not helping people or serving people or serving a function in this world or have a passion for it or whatever. You can separate out those things and still enjoy things while making money from them. But all of the time that you spend in your business, whether it's optimizing your SEO or taking pictures or answering convos or making the products or shipping or whatever is time that is taken away from doing something else that you could be doing in your life. And you should be making money for that. Otherwise, it's not worth it to be doing it. So that's my so that's my TED talk about making money in business. I feel absolutely zero guilt about making money in business. That is the whole reason to have a job. None of us have jobs just for fun. We have jobs to make money. So what are kind of the first steps to go through to get your financials in order if what you've been doing is reinvesting all of your profits in your business? The very first thing that I think that is paramount really to all things financial is to have some sort of accounting method, whether it is QuickBooks or a spreadsheet or a, a notepad and pencil that allows you to be organized in terms of the sales that you're making in your shop and the purchases ex and expenses that you're making for your business. It might take you a few months of doing this to be able to really get a handle on the consistency of your finances or where you fall in terms of what your shop is bringing in on average and also what your expenses are so that you can have a better idea of what to pay yourself. 
Which this is also as a side note, why I don't necessarily think it's a great idea to start an online business if you are desperate for money right this second, because there is some lag time in learning how much money you're making and what your expenses are and how you're gonna manage that money. Because especially with online sales, it's not always uh, like a stagnant thing. Like every single month I make X number of dollars. It's not like, you know, a military paycheck that's like down to the penny the same every single month. So there's going to be ebbs and flows and you have to be able to function in those ebbs and flows as a business in terms of your expenses and what you're paying yourself. So if you're in this kind of SOS mode that you're having to spend all of the money you're making on household expenses and stuff, it's going to be really difficult to manage your business finances in a way that's going to work for the long term. But what once you get into a groove of, let's say, like three months where you're looking at what you're spending versus what you're making and you're getting a good grasp on what those both look like, then you need to decide what amount or probably what will end up working best is a percentage that you're going to pay yourself and then what you're going to hold back in your business for other things. If you haven't read the book Profit First, that is a really good place to start with this idea. They break it into, I think it's either four or five different buckets or accounts that you're setting up to manage how you're differentiating between different parts of your business, your different expenses, taxes and um, expenses for inventory and things like that. They do a really good job of breaking out those different categories so that you can always pay yourself first rather than just saying, okay, I'm going to pay all these other bills and then whatever is left over, I'm going to pay myself. So I highly recommend the book Profit First um, as a really in-depth um, look at how to do this and manage it on, it's specifically for entrepreneurs, so specifically managing business finances while paying yourself. As I always say when I'm talking about financial stuff, which is everybody's pretty much least favorite topic to talk about, digging into the numbers of your business and really focusing on what your profit margins are, both on a dollar basis, but also on a percentage basis, is so important to be able to pay yourself consistently and to pay yourself at the highest level possible. For a lot of us, especially as your business grows, some of those expenses come in big chunks, so they're not consistent. For example, when I bought my first embroidery machine, that was like a, a commercial, my first one that was bigger. It was a commercial grade embroidery machine. It cost like $6,500, I think, at the time, which was like in 2013. I didn't have the money because of the way that I was draining all the money out of my account. <laughs> so I charged it to a credit card, which is definitely not ideal. And it was really stressful then to try to pay off that credit card. And I basically didn't pay, take any pay for myself for several months while I tried to pay off the credit card. So I was, I was like in the hole and then trying to pay off this credit card before I took any money as my own pay again. 
But now because I've gotten the finances in order so much better than I did before, when I have to make large wholesale purchases, for example, which can range anywhere from like $2,000 to like $8,000 or more, I already have that money set aside from past months of it building up because I'm not taking all of the money out of the business on a monthly basis. And because I have that money set aside to make those inventory purchases like that, I haven't mentally counted that money in my profits part of my financials, so I'm not overinflating my profits and then feeling like I'm spending all my personal money on business expenses. But I am paying myself the whole time. I'm not taking months with no paycheck because I have to then pay these expenses. All that to say, really, when I hear people say that they don't make any money in their business because they're reinvesting all of their profits back into the business, what I really hear from that is that they don't have a good handle on their finances or a good grasp of how to manage a variable income within their entrepreneurial business. Now, of course, as a newer business owner, there are gonna be expenses that are front-loaded in starting a business. For example, these days, I am not buying any more $8,000 embroidery machines because I've already done that over the years that I've been in business. But nobody should be working for free. You wouldn't do work for other people for free. You wouldn't expect other people to do work for you for free. So even while you are making those larger purchases and even while you are in those earlier stages of growing your business, I want you to prioritize pulling money out of your business, pulling some profit out of your business so that you are paying yourself consistently in your shop and in your business. I hope that you found this episode to be helpful and at the very least give you something to think about in terms of how you're managing your money and managing the financial side of your business while prioritizing yourself and your pay um, from your shop because hopefully you started this shop because you love doing whatever you're doing, but you shouldn't be doing that for free and you you definitely shouldn't be doing it at a loss. So um, I hope that this has started you on a mental journey, at least, of thinking through how you need to organize your finances so that you can prioritize making a profit in your business. If you want some more resources and links to some of my favorite financial ways of organizing the business and tools that I've used over the years that have helped me a lot since I did not come into this with any kind of background or any kind of grasp of how I should be doing this, head on over to laurenkeplinger.com slash episode 134. And there is a list of resources there that I highly recommend you check out if you are diving into the financials of your business and getting organized as we head into 2023. I hope you've enjoyed this and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I would love to continue this conversation and connect with you over on Instagram. I am at lauren.keplinger and I am in my DMs and interacting with people all the time. So if you have questions about the episode, follow up, thoughts, comments, whatever, shoot me a DM and I would love to connect with you. I will see you back here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.